This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey and welcome to, um, well, <laughs> welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome is all we can say really, isn't it? <laughs> uh, we talked about this before the game saying we hope it's a happy show and everyone's going to be in a happy mood and um, we chatted at half time and everything was looking so good and rosy, Amy. And what I... happened? I don't know. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, Albion scored two set pieces and we were a different team in the second half completely. Um, and we lost is what happened, I think is all we can say. I, you, you cried after the first goal, didn't you? Your dad said. Yeah, I cried after the first goal, their first goal. So in the six minutes and then I kept it together until full time and then I had a little bit, a bit of a cry then. So I'm all cried out now. So I think... I've done oh, what no, I need no. to do. So we can have this discussion, which I think is going to be quite a hard discussion for us all to have. But um, I think the first point is Nuno looked quite perplexed and quite beaten and quite sad at the end of the game. I did really feel for him. He did look like a bit of a beaten man. Uh, I mean, I've said on my reaction, and we've got loads of people backstage Um from, you know, we've got people obviously locally and around the country and around the world uh, already backstage, so we're going to get through. I think there's about ten people backstage at the moment, and um, we'll get to everyone and getting their points. But I think one of the things I, I said on my match reaction, I'm not one of these Nuno out uh, reacting. I've tried to say on my match reaction that I've put out, which has had lots of views already. But we did that against Mick McCarthy nine years ago, and look what happened. I mean. Um, it- I'm just hope and pray. I think there's going to be a lot of 
one of my friends texted me as soon as the final whistle went and said bye bye Nuno and I just think that's so short-sighted and anyone that comes on here today and I will I just think really really short-sighted opinion and view to have Nuno out is not not the answer I know it was a must-win game I can see those comments coming through now and it makes it worse because it is against the Albion and it's been so long and we are in such a better position than they are as a club but I'd like if anyone comes on here today and says Nuno out. If you can tell me what what the answer is, if you're saying Nuno out, you've got to you've got to have a solution. And I think if you don't have that solution, then we're not going to be any better off sacking Nuno on Monday. We really aren't. So yeah, happy if that's your opinion. That's your opinion at the end of the day. But I think you need to have a bit of an answer for it as well, if that's what you think. Well, I, I think that is. And if you're watching this and you are one of the Nuno out brigades, um, and there might be some people that ha- feel that way backstage, then feel free to come on the show uh, and tell us the reasons why you think Nuno has to go. Um, you know, come come on the show and say, the only thing that we do say when you come on live on the show, keep it clean, uh, make your point, yeah, vent if you want to vent. Uh, but just remember, this is a family show. We get lots of youngsters as and from all backgrounds and from all over the world that watch. So uh, uh, keep it clean. And um, the first guest up, which I'm going to leave you, I'm going to introduce first in line to come on the show, uh, is, is a young man that I've met with playing tennis uh, at West Park. He's laughing now backstage. I could see him beaming. Um, Manny will recognise him when he comes on as well. Um but the, uh, is a young man that we played at tennis a few times at West Park. Really top lad. Uh, I think he's a, a, a school teacher as well. Uh, he'll tell me if I'm correct. And, uh, and that's Shaf. And we're going to introduce him to the screen. And I'll change the, uh, the banner first. And then we can um, get going. Hey, Shaf. How are you doing, guys? Hi, Shaf. Oh, you okay? Uh, I'm not <laughs> okay. Oh dear, what a day, yeah. man. Are you, are you alright, guys? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Are you so disappointing today. What's on your front of your shirt, mate? Can we say? This is uh, a revived cupping. My brother does a cupping. I don't know if you've ever seen it, the, the, the dry. Yeah, yeah. You see the athletes have it. I'm not an athlete, but uh, I've just got the top on. <laughs> he, had it, he, had, he had a few made like this, so... Um, Oh. Yes, yeah. So right. what are you, I mean what just tell us your thoughts, Shaf. Just tell us what you think if you want to vent uh, any more than what I'm absolutely gutted today. I'm still I a Nuno, I'm definitely behind Nuno. We're happy with Nuno, but what can you do at the moment, man? The board didn't back him up properly, I don't think. And uh, it's they're paying the price now for this. I think we really I think you know it's still I'm not a person where I, th- I, I don't think I need, I'm usually against kind of like rash purchases and like we need them now players. But I do really think today has shown we're really lacking up front. Um, you know, what happened at the back happened at the back, but they had 23 attempts and they only scored two goals. I mean, that conversion is just not, not good. They didn't have a goal on tar- attempt on target in the second half. And I think today for me, I thought maybe we'll be able to get through as we were, but after today, I really, really think we need to use these two weeks to get someone in. Definitely, definitely agree with that. Um, 
it's just we've got Neto on one side, Trouré on the other, and they just they just provide crosses and stuff into the box consistently throughout the game, really. And we just yeah. it must be so uh, upsetting for them. And I think you can see that frustration with Traoré, especially, is that you know when he's on the ball, he's still on the ball, and you saw it today, especially that first half. Just every time he went down that side, he was skinning the Albion player like there was no tomorrow. But he yeah. put the crosses in and there was no one there to do anything with it. And that's going to frustrate the hell out of him. He's got his crosses where they need to be now. And he was going in the box a bit more towards the end of the um, towards the end of the second half. And he just just was not working in that second half. Before you answer that, there's a chap called Robert Dimmock. He says, Dave, this lad is a top cricketer. I played against him knowing well. Oh, that's nice of him. Thank you, Rob. That's so, how you yeah, go. I have played a bit of cricket, so uh, around in the local Wolverhampton seed and that, the Birmingham League. It's nice. <laughs> nice to get recognised. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I, you can see the frustration on Neto's face. So I'm, I'm, uh, and uh, Traore. I think Traore was still struggling with injury today. Second half, he sort of dipped down, didn't he, his form, and he yeah. had a few bad touches here and there, but it's just, uh, I do think we need um, some backup, even if it's just yeah. on loan, someone. Yeah. Well, I think it, on loan, and, and, you know, when Jimenez comes back, hopefully he'll be the player that he was, but we don't know if he's going to come back. I mean, and... do, we, uh, do we even know when he's coming back? Well, well I, 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 I think that's to be decided. I, I, don't, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it's uh, two next year. Um, or maybe he'll be back in May. The main thing with uh, Raul, I think all of us, all Wolves fans, we just want to come back when it's safe for him more than anything. We need him, but you you can't mess around with head injuries, can you? Oh no, no, you have to you have to wait when it's till he's right, isn't it? You can't. Uh, it's not got any other knock where you can just get him back in. But uh... well, thanks ever so much for joining us, Shaf. No worries. Uh, I wish you could have been in better circumstances, really. I know. It's not an easy thing to do. I know, yeah. My kids are gutted. I promise my kids I buy them the dessert box from uh, the dessert shop, the family sharing box. And they were all looking forward for days for that. I said, only if Wolves beat the Albion, but uh, what can we do? (laughs) And I look forward to when uh, me and Manny can um, get together with you and Nash and uh, give you another beating down at West Park, mate. Because uh, me, me and Manny, we're, we're gunning for you next time, mate. I'm uh, yeah, you we're going to have to take you out on the tennis courts. I'll tell you, <laughs> we're doing secret training during lockdown. Well, well, tennis <laughs> training, watching my Yeah, I'm going to go back in training now, start hitting the tennis ball off the wall. We're off Hopefully, my head. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll see you down on the tennis court in March. See you, guys. See ya. Next Fantastic. So just... Uh, Jeff leaving us there, and we've got next up another familiar face that some of you might uh, recognise. This is Liam, who's the lead singer of the uh, Wolf Pack Howlers, and Liam's wife is also Anna Price, who's the captain of the Wolf Women team. Afternoon, guys. How are you? What do you want to say, Liam, about that? Well, good afternoon, everyone. Um, what what a, a difficult watch that was in many, many uh, different ways. Uh, and, and mostly, I can't help but feel 
for the manager after that game. I've been quite vocal on Twitter, only because I felt like I had to say something, but genuinely think that Nuno is in a very difficult place right now. Um, and I think anyone with half a brain could see that. He looks, he looks down, he looks like he's missing life in general. He's really struggling and I think that's, that's showed on the performance today. Yeah, I would agree. I just think he looked quite broken at the end, which wasn't nice to see. And I know he does; he never gives anything away too much emotionally, but for him to look like that, I've never seen him look like that before. And you, you do start to have to ask questions, what's happening behind the scenes with his relationship with the board, etc., and whether that's a strain or whether he's just frustrated like we all are as why it's not, something's not working. Um, yeah, I think, I, I think there's a huge issue and... Uh, I think when we first went into lockdown, he said straight away, he was very vocal and said, football's pointless like this. He said it, he said it from the start. He said it, I remember the Olympiacos game last year and he came out then and he said it then, this is pointless without the fans. Um, but he's battled on, he's got through it and we, we were doing bits and, and doing well. And I think now he's really feeling it. Uh, you know the difference he's, he's got. Family as well, isn't he, Liam? Mate, July apparently. July, the last time you saw his family, like, come on, like. It's like I said to someone earlier after the game that it feels now that they are just churning games out, and the games like you think how different today would have been if the fans had been there and the way that the game would have. I mean, it might be the same result, but the way that everyone played would have been so much different, yeah. and they are just. It just feels to me that the games are just getting getting through them, isn't it? It's you look at how many games Villa have got to play in hand because of everything that they've missed, and they'll just be turning through games when it comes to the point. And that's mm. not football, is it? It's not with everything else that is going on. And yeah. like like you said, I do think that really showed today. I just I just thought he could, he probably couldn't wait to get out of that stadium today. And like yeah. I just think, what, what's he going to do now? Just go home and just. You know, sit on his own and miss his family even more. Like it's just not, yeah. good, it's just not a good situation, and you can see it on the players. Um, and I don't like to be a negative person, and don't like to ever single out people. But you know, a lot of our younger players take a lot of stick from our fan base. Um, Fabio, Morgan Gibbs, White. We've got to look at the players. Some of the senior players, like a lot of positivity around Neves last week. He's had a good, good couple of games. But for me, him, Matinho, Dendonka. The spine of our team today in the middle may as well not have been there. I think I'd have rather watch you play tennis, Dave, over the West Park, to be honest, mate. <laughs> and it would have been entertaining. We've still got to play you. Me and Manny have still got to play you guys at tennis, remember? I'm fit now. I, I, I use this for a racket, though, Dave. Is that all right? <laughs> That's fine. You, can, you... Uh, you make a good racket with that, though. <laughs> I'll do, yeah. Absolute racket. But no songs today. No songs today. Not the time for it. Uh, <laughs> It's difficult, isn't it? Um, if you could sing a song today to cheer us all up and you could pick one out of the thing, which one would you pick? Oh, bloody hell, mate. Oof. Don't know. What's the sad songs? <laughs> sad song. You'll have your one sad song and then you can have a upbeat one to try and cheer us all up. Do something like that. Um, Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye. That, something like that one. That you know, one always... you know, Dave, as well. We're all... <laughs> We've got a sore throat today, Dave. We've got a sore throat. Guitar's out of tune, mate. And uh, did I, did Anna watch the game with you? Is she there today or is she out playing? Yeah, she's, she's, she watched the game. Yeah, she watched the game. So she's refused to go on social media after the game. 
I've got to be honest. That's what it's doing to people, isn't it? It's what it's doing to people. When you um, when you go on to uh, like social, I said be- said before the game. If there's if we lose today, there's going to be an absolute meltdown. Mm. Um, I mean, it's been bad. The last gets gradually getting worse every single week. Yeah. But losing at home to the uh, to the Albion after after nine years, there's going to be there are going to be people that are going to be saying it off, and I'm I'm just like trying to want to to say to everyone, just take a step back, being a reactive right there, and mm. think mm. about Nuno and the situation that he's in. Yeah, he's got to take some of the blame. Um, fair, you, you, obviously, he's the he's the manager, but there are a lot of circumstances. And also, and I'm going to ask probably uh, probably when Manny comes on in a bit as well, and some of the other guys, I ask, do you think um, Fosen should be showing a little bit more back into him right now? I think I think with that one, I think if you ask any businessman what what they do, I think I think they're thinking just stay in the league this season because. Um, you talk about the transfers at the moment. There's all these COVID clauses knocking about in the transfers. It's just like it's a dangerous game at the minute, like spending millions, you know. Still no idea of when fans are coming back into the stadium. Um, massive revenue issues for owners. So, you know, at the end of the day, they've done well for Wolves. They love Wolves, but they are a business as well. And they're an investment business. They won't throw money away. They'll want to say they'll want to stay in this league this year, which I think now is the priority. Looking forward, forget top six, forget top half, try and get some results and stay in the league and go again. And I think that's what Foson will be doing. I think that I think you know, obviously, we always want Wolves to do well, but like me and my dad have always said that this season is definitely transition. And after the start of only having three weeks off, etc., I didn't I didn't really expect much from them this year. I think it, I didn't expect them really to challenge for top six with everything that's going on. So for me, as long as they do stay in the league and you know it's not as by the skin of your teeth, then I'm I'm quite fine with that. Um, yeah. And I do want to back your comment and Dave's comment as well about saying if people are going to be reactive online, to just think what you're saying because you are probably going to target it at a human being at the end of the day. And I think that's really really important mm-hmm. that everyone. Remembers that if you are a bit of a yeah, bit. I think that's really important to say. I mean, like uh, Liam, me, you know, Twitter. We've both had it on Twitter at times, haven't we? Mm-hmm. And people can hide behind a keyboard and be keyboard warriors and say nasty things and stuff like that. Um, we've got to think about you know being a human being. He's hurting at the moment. You can see that he's really hurting. Yeah. A lot of pain. And to me, the definition of support is. When your backs are against the wall, you back it. You, you, you've got to back each other up. And I just think right now, I think that Nuno needs to lift from the fans. He need, I think we all need to, you know, to show that we've still got faith. It's going through a hard time, and you know, we've got to, I believe, show right now that we still believe in him. And I think that will help him and the team come through this. I say it again: nine years ago, Mick five one, you know. Mick maybe should have gone six months earlier. They held on, but the, that timing was terrible and look what happened. Mm. But thanks ever so much for joining us today. Cheers, uh, guys. Appreciate it. I hope you can get on the uh, future one as well. 
Good. I think we've got uh, the show. Really, really well done with the show, by the way. Well done. Uh, well, thank you. It's a new feature. We piloted it on uh, in the week. Uh, it went down really well. We were hoping to be happier today. Hopefully, the next one we'll have a win. <laughs> be nice. We did surely, so let's hope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> still got about eight people backstage. I think Manny's up next. Um, and I'm going. If you're all backstage at the moment, I'm just going yeah. in order that you came on. Cheers, Liam. So um, next up is is Manny live on air. Is he asleep? Hello, Hello Manny. You're, fro you're frozen. <laughs> I can't. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. We, you know what? I can't, I can't see any of um, uh, your um, uh, feed is frozen. Do you want to log out and log back in again, then, Manny? One, one second. And we'll so uh, we'll just wait for Manny to come back. Just to let you know, we've got um, backstage. We've got Calvin. We've got uh, Jason. Um, we've got many fun adventures. We've got Wolfman Jess. We've got uh, Rhea and her dad. And we've got some others coming through as well. So, sorry, to, they're all backstage at the moment. Just going to try getting Manny back on now. How's that, mate? I'm in bed. You're I've in bed? bed. I'm, I'm sick. Absolutely sick and gutted by that. Yeah. Absolutely gutting. You know what? Bowley laughing at the end with Sam Allardyce. The players should have crawled off that pitch. I don't think they realise we haven't played a Black Country derby for nine years. And I don't think, even Nuno, I know he looked broken, and he looked, but he wasn't off his seat at all. He wasn't on the touchline. He wasn't, you know, I know he's not that tight, but he wasn't on the front foot. There was something massively missing. Maybe it's the fans, because the fans would have built this up, and the fans, the crowd reaction, and the roaring, and the players might have realised how big this game was. But going away from the game, Dave, we started this season with our best points total for three years under Nuno. Best points total ever in the Premier League. And then a decision was made, and the decision was we don't score enough goals, so let's go for. And we started off with Southampton, and we created 25 chances, the most shots on target we've ever created, and we scored one goal. But it hasn't worked. Four at the back has not worked. Our defence look all over the place. We scored three against Brighton. We scored two against West Bromwich Albion. You can't concede five goals against those two clubs. You know, and our defence has been shocking. Cody coming off was the right decision. It was shocking. He had a really, really poor game. Neves was just missing. You know, the only thing with Neves, I have to say, you know, people are talking about... Um, Nuno missing his family and now all flights are banned to Portugal and no people from Portugal can come in. I think Deborah's gone back to Portugal as well for the birth of her child. So she's gone to Portugal. That, 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 that's Neves' his wife, isn't it, Deborah? Yeah, so Neves' his wife has gone back to Portugal and now all flights are banned to Portugal and she's due anytime soon. So, you know, these things do. He's 23 years old and it, he did, just didn't look like he was on the pitch. All his passes. Even though we lost Tuesday, we also had Neves as normal. You know, Neves has been sensational last three or four games. And he, he he's, he's like a crux of our side, especially in this 4 4 2. And, you know, and, and let's be honest, West Bromwich Albion, they could have scored three or four more goals. They could have. They, they had, you know, as many 
um, chances and in many openings, and they don't do that. They don't do that in any matches. So, you know, we've got to look at it, obviously, not just as a match on its own. Nine matches, the last nine matches, is relegation form. It's basically bottom. It's Sheffield United form. Our form is the same as Sheffield United over the last nine games. No getting away from it. And now we've got to put it right. And for, for me, the first thing we do is go back to back five. That's what Cody plays. That's what he excelled in. That's what brought us the foundation of our success. Right? We bought two wing backs, Samedo and Aitnuri, to play as wing backs. As soon as we went back to back four, they looked lost. So we haven't got two natural full defensive fullbacks. Martel's injured all the time and Johnny hasn't come back. Both of them would improve us straight away in a back four situation. So I just think we've got to go back to basic, back to his philosophy that started us. And we all got excited as well. We thought, oh, it's really brave and bold to go for at the back and um, try and create more. But our key was being defensively solid. That's what got us the success up to now. And we moved maybe, and, you know, I think it's a big, big mistake now. In hindsight, obviously, if we'd have won a few matches, we'd have thought differently. And I think he needs to go back. I think he needs to go back to back five. No manager, Dave, Amy, no manager is ever bigger than the club. We know that, you know. But we also know that managers do get... We do get rid of managers very quickly. And if you look at Alex Ferguson, you know, three years, first three years, it was pretty horrific and he could have been sacked at any moment and then he turned it around. So he deserves a chance. This is the first crisis. It is a, it is a crisis, two points in nine games or whatever it is, I don't know. But it is a crisis. That is, a, you know, pretty horrific set of results, regardless of Raul. Forget, you know, oh, Raul's out. We shouldn't be in a position where we're relying on one player to make such a difference. We, Dave, we talked on podcasts for months and years. What if Raul gets injured? What if Raul gets injured? That was never addressed. We brought in a striker that in the future, I think he will be a very good striker. And he took his goal very well today. Showed some strength and finished well. Those finished, did you, Manny? The, the, the finish. I thought first yeah, no, I've got no issues with Silver, but he is not your replacement for Raul Jimenez. It can't be. Even even West Bromwich Albion had a better experienced striker to bring on in Robson Carnu. I don't rate him, but he still got the know-how. He held the board up, he took it into the corners and he managed the game for West Bromwich Albion. So even West Bromwich Albion had better options to bring up front than us and we've never, we've never addressed that. And Bosun have to take responsibility for that. Nuno also has to take responsibility for that. I don't see him being sacked, but you know what? He could walk. You know, could walk. If he's feeling down in himself, he hasn't seen his family since July. All flights are banned um, till you know, God knows when, and he can't go and see his family. He might just think, I need six months away from football. He's a human being. We all suffer sometimes, and we all need time out. And, you know, um, the set of results is, is, is just... It's telling. It's just the way we've been and the way we never get our heads down. We never look like we're in a slump, even though we're losing. We always seem like we're on the front foot and we always seem like our body language. But our body language for a derby was just horrific today, I thought, especially coming up. We should have 
we should have been on our knees crying on the pitch. The players should have if they realised how big that match was for for our fans. You know, um, I have to say, uh, manage. One of the things I said in my reaction is that they Albion players looked a lot more up for the fight. Hugely, hugely. You know. People said this is Albion's cup final. I said no, it's our cup final because of the way we've been playing. We have to take this. You know, I went, Dave, I went to the Molyneux, I st stood on the ring road, and as the coaches went past, I was giving them the, you know, and I was really whining and because I just wanted to, and, and even at the ground, just roaring and screaming because I just thought there might be a sense where our players don't realise how big this is throughout the week. You know, it is... It, and you have to wind yourselves up for these derbies. You have to really get it in the zone mentally. And I just felt they weren't at all. And again, we conceded early. We came back well, we scored goals. And, you know, just when we, we all knew we needed the next goal at 2-1. We all knew that. We need to go up. And then we gave another penalty away. Very, very soft, naive defending again. You know, yes, we can criticise that the referee, this, that, the other. But... It's it's on us. This is this is on us, and it's on Nuno's decision to change from five to four, which was brave, and I thought it was right at the time. I don't get paid, so I can have that opinion. He has to live and die by by his decisions. And football's such a fragile game. And even though you know, Cody's not a back four. Cody is not a back four defender. He just it's not his position. How many times did he spray the ball? Has he sprayed the ball um, since he's been in the back four? All this, you know, he was the best long passer in the Premier League over two years. The best long passer doesn't do it anymore because he doesn't have the option to do that. He's, he just has to clear the ball or, or play it short, you know. So for me, go back to back five as soon as possible with natural, play the wing backs in their positions, you know, and. Um, uh, I, I still think Fosen have to really look at this hard and say, you know, Silver and Catroni aren't the answer while Raul is out. We need experienced cover and dip into the market. It's time for them to back the manager as well. And, you know, I know that Nuno never blames them and he's always saying, you know, we're okay, the solutions are within. But I think he's just sometimes talking the company talk, you know, what his employers want us want to say you know i'm sure he need he knows he needs more experience up top and you know what dave surely away is on my birthday it's going to be horrific. It. <laughs> let's uh let's hope we win for that one <laughs> it's going to be people saying some good points that you've made there manny you know not, people might see, see this as a negative but you have to constructively tear things apart sometimes and Neves and Cody are our two main linchpins, the ones we look up to. And both of them had shockers. For whatever reason, for a derby, both of them, I don't blame any of the young players. I don't blame Silver. I don't blame McNury. I don't blame, you know, I thought Adama looked injured. I just thought he just looked like he was nursing himself through the game. Um, yeah, you know, first half, I, thought, yeah. I can understand playing him because it was a you know if I had a broken leg I'd want to go onto the pitch to play in a derby match so I like that attitude of playing people who, who might be going through a bit of pain I thought Neto in the second half delivered some brilliant balls again we haven't addressed that position nobody you know Catroni had one chance which he should have done better at but 
we deserve what we got at the end, even though there were some poor decisions. That's, you know, West Bromwich Albion deserved that win. They deserved it. They wanted it more. They realised that that this was a derby. Romain Sawyers, player like that, you know, he just seemed like he was, you know, a local lad who knew the importance of this match. Well, Sam Allardyce, again, 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 big Sam, he's the same. Big Sam, you know, he knows what this meant. And I don't think Nuno or the team quite realised how much this meant to us. Well, thanks ever so much for coming on, Mike. You always talk a lot of sense and people do love to uh, to hear from you. Um, and the one thing that you always are is fair and passionate. And um, you'll, you you do see uh, Manny a lot on my channel because he's on the, he's on all with the Always Wolf podcast. And we, not all the time do we agree, but we have some really good yeah. debates on the podcast. With, uh, okay, let me just mention, uh, Dave, I did a pledge to um, donate £100 to the Child Brain Injury Trust. And some fans got on board with me. So I think we've raised, for the two goals we scored, we've raised £450 for the Child Brain Injury Trust, which treats young children who suffer trauma and, inj and brain injuries through accidents or, you know, even personal abuse, you know, domestic abuse. So that's, that's the positive for me today. No, well, I think if there is one positive, they've got, is that 400 quid they've got? 450 quid. I think they might go up to 500. There's a few more fans chipping in, so. Fantastic. Well, Kelvin was on next, um, but he's yeah. jumped off and coming back on. Manny, thanks for joining us again on this one. Hopefully you can jump on the next one as well. After On your birthday after Chorley, we can have a happier conversation. That's <laughs> fine. We've got another fundraiser on next whilst we wait for Kelvin. Okay, oh, Kelvin just coming. Calvin's just going, thanks ever so much, Manny. I think Calvin's just here because he's been waiting a long time. And then we've got um, then we've got Jason, Many Fun Adventures, Wolfman. We've got um, Rhea and her dad and Dan, I think. Calvin, you, I think Calvin's back. Here he is. Calvin, hi. Oh, he's gone. He was back. He's obviously having troubles. Thingy. So whilst we wait for Calvin... Next up is here he is, Jason. How, how are you? How it is, Jason. You're right. Hello. Surviving. Um, how are you? Listen, tough one to take. Look, I'm a big happy clapper, so anyone who follows my bullshit on Twitter will see that I will take the positive out of every situation. But it's difficult today. Look, this is a derby, and we want to win more than anything. And sometimes it's more than league positions, it's more than three points. And um, today, look, it wasn't a great performance. My Look, I don't like to criticise now. now. Um, and like I said, obviously the positive in everything. I was just a bit perplexed by the substitutions today. I think taking Neves, Neves is a key part to our successes. I think taking him off wasn't a good decision. And I think with Conor Cody, the reality is Conor Cody didn't have a great game today. In fact, he had, he had a bad game. The answer isn't taking him off in front of everyone. The answer to me is, if he's had a bad game, you leave him until the end and, you know, perhaps drop him next game. But for me, pulling someone out like that, it, look. Uh, but Nuno's making some rash decisions. You know, he is. And that's, that's evident to see. We can use all the excuses for injuries if we want. We've got a team depleted by that. And, and you know, I understand that. But I'll keep backing Nuno to the hilt. We've had two absolutely fantastic years. We're now in unprecedented times whereby... We haven't, we've got no crowds, right? 
and you know, I've put this on Twitter today, and I'm getting pelters. Some, I'm getting a lot of support for it, but I'm getting pelters as well. It must be really difficult for Nuno. We've had two absolutely fantastic years, two seventh place finishes, and a quarter final. Naturally, we are all expecting to progress. We are, me included, all of us. And this season, we haven't. Um, and I'm not, you know, is it all about the transition? I don't know. But it must be tough on him. And I think, like you said, right at the start, Dave, we've got to get behind him. We've got to support him. We've got to, that, that's what supporters are. And there's so much negativity. No, no, I'll get rid of him. We know answers. And all these football managers who come up with all these managers we've never heard of and all these names and infos and we trust. And trust me on this one, the puppet master in all of this is Mendes, right? Mendes makes a lot of decisions. That is a fact. In terms of, um, you know, players, in terms of the next manager, whatever, Mendes is the puppet master here. And and I think that's what we've all... And, it, and it's not... Is that, is that the answer? Get rid of the manager. Then we get another one. We have a few bad results. Get rid of the manager. Then we get another one. We have to bring in a whole new backroom team. We have to bring in a whole new set of players. Is that the answer? We know it's not the answer. So let's well, have a bit we of... Did, did we not do that exactly after the Albion result nine years ago? We've done it for we've done it for twenty years, we've done it for twenty years, you know. Look, and and getting rid of our best manager in this lot, yes, it's not great to watch at the minute. I understand, I appreciate, we get frustrated, but the the you know, I said this on the last one. Some some people calling for Steve Bruce and Nigel Pearson. They shouldn't be allowed a phone. They shouldn't be allowed internet connection. Seriously. Seriously, there shouldn't be allowed internet connection. I'm being deadly, oh deadly serious. Cut the broadband off. Nigel Pearson, are you serious? Uh, and I think that I... Carry on, sorry. I was just going to say, I keep saying it, be careful what you wish for. Because Nuno out, okay, so Nuno goes, Nuno's pissed off, Nuno resigns, Nuno gets out, whatever, right? Because it's not our decision as fans, by the way. We all think it is our decision. Oh, yeah, he'll listen to the fans, Fosun will listen to the fans. Fosun will not listen to the fans. This is a billion-pound conglomerate. They're not going to listen to the fans. Tony Pulis is available. There you go. I know he's joking. But that is the reality, right? Be careful what you wish for. Because someone else comes in, it starts going wrong. What then? What then? I put this on Twitter, and all of a sudden, the fan base is completely divided, right? I get it. It's it's difficult at the minute, but we've just got to support him. That's what it's about. Listen, we're Wolves fans. We've seen this for 20, 30, 40 years. <laughs> you go back to the 50s, right? We was winning everything, right? Won the FA Cup in 1960. You then look at the in the 60s, we got a relegation. It happens, that's football. I'm not thinking or saying we're going to get relegated for whatever reason. But if you think getting rid of Nuno is the manager, get rid of your broadband first. <laughs> right, you're always, you're always so entertaining when you come on, you are, you're right. We've got Calvin up next after you. Um, just before we get to Calvin, hopefully his internet stays uh, next. Um what should what should happen next, mate? Do you think we need to spend some money in the transfer window? Yes or no? Of course we do. Look, we, we do need to spend money. Look, we, we, Fabio Silva got a goal today. I'm pleased for him more than anyone. Um, is he the answer for goal scoring? No, he isn't. Um, look, well, I don't know what the answer is, but we've got a we've got a good enough squad here, right, to finish top ten. Yeah, finish top eight, nine, whatever. We've got a good enough squad. We've just got to get behind them. We've got to take the rough with the smooth. Knee-jerk reaction. Do you get rid of Nuno? 
right? And then you, you're getting rid of half this squad, right? Because Nuno goes to a club. Who's he going to get his favourites? And listen, this carousel that uh, Mendes is running, right? So, so, so Nuno goes to wherever. And then he wants Pedense. He wants Jimenez. He wants whoever, right? They're going with him. That's a fact. And then what do we do? We need to replace and rebuild. Is it, are these facts, Dave? No, I'm just letting you talk because I'm agreeing with what you said. Oh, no, of course, of course. It's just the fact that if that happens, we're all quite here aware of that, you know, we've been in this, we've seen it before, we had how many managers did we have in the space between Mick McCarthy and Nuno? So unstable. We had to jacket for a few years, everyone else yeah. was a ring and ride almost, one had pop on and one had pop on. We don't, we don't want to turn into Watford. I think a few other people. I mean, I know someone put up here, Tony Pulis is available. I think they were just laughing. Yeah. Uh, Jay, thanks ever so much uh, for popping on again. And no um, I just want to say as well, you, you did a Wolf Whistle podcast and you, and you do a lot of great stuff for raising money uh, for, for breast cancer awareness and stuff. Uh, really top bloke. Thanks for joining Thank us. You. I hope you can jump on the next one after Chorley, mate. No. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right, take care. And we've got Cal yeah. up next. <laughs> Hello, Calvin. <laughs> Calvin, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, I Calvin, we've been trying okay. to get you. You've been on and off like a, like a yo-yo. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, like, I have no power right now in Mozambique because we experiencing a tropical storm. Yeah, Mozambique, yeah. <laughs> You sound American. <laughs> no. No, no, no. No, because I'm attending an uh, American school, that's why. So what I do you Yeah. What would you like to say, Calvin? Uh, okay, for this uh, performance today, uh, I'm really gutted by the the performance, I really thought we weren't really so like we weren't really in like in the game. And like, in my opinion, I'm still 100% Nunu in because if you look like at the season, like Jimenez out is like a huge blow to like uh, well, like our playing style. And for me, I think moving forward, I think we just have to think about taking three steps back and just go with the formation we were good at. And uh, go with the back five because right now we conceding so many goals, and it's not like uh, it's not like Wolves because we were like one of the best defensive like sides last season, and like I, something needs to change. I don't think getting rid of Nuno is gonna make a big difference because we're not gonna get as like a good coach just like Nuno, and he has done so much for Wolves lately, and we just have to keep faith in him and hope that when Prudence comes back, Johnny Otto comes back things will start getting the, the thing. And I personally think just aim just aim for the top 10 and try to go all the way in the FA Cup and get European football like that. Still wouldn't be a bad season. Though. No, going all the way in the FA Cup definitely would not be, um, be yeah. a bad season. But are you, do you, are you worried about relegation? Because you just said get a top 10 finish. Do you think that, are you worried at all about relegation or do you think it'll just, it'll just in a few games time click? 
I can see right now that we're in a relegation like fight right now, but I know with the amount of quality players we have, I know we're so capable of getting top 10. It's still not over. There's still more games yet to come. And if we find that form again and start grinding out those results that we really need and start picking up some points, I can totally see us getting top 10. It's just up to us to get back on form, get that passion back running since there's no fans like in the stadium and just try to push for that top 10. That's all we can do right now. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, Calvin, thanks ever so much for jumping on. Um, are you actually? Can I just ask you? Actually, really over in Mozambique? Yes, Mozambique. Yes. Is that, is that your country, Mozambique? Yeah. <laughs> I never knew, Amy, that we had people watching from Mozambique. Did you? Calvin, Mozambique. No, it's because like. Um, uh, I, I've always been watching Premier League, but there was never like a team that I liked. And then I still remember one of the, the games I saw in like championship uh, when Wolves were playing, and I just loved the way they played. And then it just got better, better, and got to the Premier League. And oh, I was just like, this is the team I want to support forever. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. That's well, <laughs> Well, that's right. Well, we've got you. You've definitely got to yeah. start the Wolves fan club over there. Try and find some other Wolves fans. Calvin, thanks very Thanks ever so much for joining us from from Mozambique, mate. And uh, considering thank you're you, you. <laughs> you've done well to get online at all. To be fair, but uh, and hopefully thank see you on that. And thanks for supporting the channel as well, mate. Of Fantastic. course, always, always oh, lose. Thank, thank you. you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. So there we have uh, have Calvin. Uh, next up, waiting in his camper van, um, we've got Andy. It's Andy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> now, this, this young man has a YouTube channel, Amy. He's a massive Wolves fan. Called, his channel's called Many Fun Adventures, and it's, it's the story of him in a camper van traveling around the UK. I love that. And he's done. It's a motorhome. 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 That's it. Yeah. Where in the UK are you at the moment? Sorry? Where in the UK are you at the moment? Oh, we're just, uh, just outside Rugby. Oh, not too far away. Not, not too far away. Uh, we will be travelling, but of course the situation now it's a bit awkward. So, so what do you want to say about the game, Andy? Oh, I say, I, like Amy, I, I tell you, what, I get a bit uh, over emotional, don't I, Jan? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I've got a lump in my throat. <laughs> I feel sick, but I'm trying to be like you know, not anti Nuno or anything like that, but. Uh, I will say one thing: we're we're certainly missing Raúl, don't we? There's no yeah. doubt about that. Um, we haven't got anybody that can replace him properly, have we? Somebody who can hold the ball up, turn round, and hit it in the net. You know, it's uh, we just haven't got that player, that that experienced one up front, have we? No, and I think that's like you, we mentioned about the last goal, but it's everything else that well, like you say, he allows them to play, hold the ball more. And allow them to play forward a bit more into playing more from, um, towards the back. So he's an all-rounded player, which we know, and 
we've all we all we all know it and we all say it a lot but we always feel the need to say it again because we just miss him so much and he was obviously there watching it today and i think he probably felt the frustrations watching it that he couldn't go on and do anything about it your mic's just cutting in and out again so i don't know you need to be maybe a little bit closer to the computer carry on andy yeah, the, the frustrating thing is, I mean, all these games this season, there's a lot of them where we've actually played really nice football. I mean, the passing has been really good on a lot of the games and we've kept the ball really, really well. I've never seen, you know, it's like watching the Liverpool of old uh, back in my day <laughs> uh, where the, uh, the passing abilities are fantastic. Oh, we've had some odd occasions where the passing has been awful, I know, but, but it's a shame because we lose those games when our passing and ability has been there. We just haven't got the finishing bit, and then they go and score and win, and oh, it's just so frustrating. Oh. Yeah, oh. Frustrating. I think <laughs> makes it well, worse Albion today. <laughs> makes it worse Albion today. Oh, I tell you, I was looking well, sort of looking forward to this game, and then I weren't. <laughs> so I was dreading it in a way. <laughs> Oh. To be honest, mate, we said before the game, it's like it'd be just the sort of game um, that we go and lose. You can, you can almost write the script. When we played Huddersfield uh, and they were in the Premier League, they only won three games all season. Two were against us. We played Burnley, same thing happened. We do struggle against these sort of teams that target the high ball. I thought the defending for the throw-in, you saw a, a few warning signs early in the first half of uh, the flick-ons. And we we just, the first 10 minutes, I don't know whether you agree with this, Andy and Amy, of both half, we were like asleep. Mm, yeah. yeah. What's going on? What I want to know is what's going on with VAR. I mean, who's behind all that? I mean, it's awful, isn't it? I mean, how did that... That, you know where the, the ball came down, their player literally almost played basketball with the ball. You know, that was it should have been a penalty. For a second, it looked like he was going to catch the ball as well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, he put his arms out. And I'm sure he sort of, I'm sure at least touched his arms a little bit, you know what I mean? Touched his arms? I don't know. Just, I don't like VAR anyway. <laughs> We're not fans of VAR. I thought he was going to come back that first penalty because I, I still think he was outside the box.
a striker up there now who can knock them in. Well, we scored right two goals today. The problem was we normally under a Wolves team we're so solid at the back and we've conceded three to a team that had only scored 14 in 18 goal in 18 games we scored we conceded three we scored conceded two in the space of like five minutes in the second half uh cody getting turned we've seen that happen before and then not defending that throw in was criminal really i mean for the for the for the third was it the third goal i think it was or was it the, no, not the second goal or whatever it was it, Disappointing. Into the throw-ins as well, because you know, and that was the only way Albion were going to score. Really, they didn't actually score for open play. It was two penalties and a throw-in. I mean, yeah. they had them for. So the goals were really quite unforgivable, which adds to the frustration of the thing. And then just our attempts that just didn't do anything either. So, so yeah. Uh, man of the match. I don't don't ask me about man of the match today. <laughs> I don't think you ask anyone for man of the matches today. I'll tell you Raoul. I'll tell you He did more. <laughs> well, Andy, thanks ever so much for joining. Uh, check out his channel, Manny Fun Adventure. If you're into camper vans and travel, it's a, it's quite a fun one to watch and check out. Full time. Full time. Full time camper van living, not camper van, motorhome. Got to get it right. I get, <laughs> get slapped for not saying that. Thanks for joining us, mate, and hopefully no for problem. better on the next match. Thanks, David, Amy. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So, next up, uh, we've still got backstage Dan and Rhea with their dad. But next up, we've got all the way from the US of A, the Wolfman Jeff from. Allah, Bama, USA, in his office. Hi, hi, Wolfman Jeff. How you doing? My office is a bit of a mess, but oh well. Hi, uh, Jeff. We'll okay. How you doing, Amy? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Ah, uh, well, I got up early for this. Uh, <laughs> How is it there? So, yeah, it's um, yeah. Uh, well, what time is it there, at Jeff? Well, it, it started at seven thirty, so it wasn't too bad. So, I mean, because you and I know we, we've got friends on the West Coast of the U.S. and then our friends in Australia. So, actually, I, I think our, our our people from Australia, they just don't go to sleep. They just stop drinking all night. So, uh, but, uh, but but we've got some in the international yeah. fan reaction from San Diego. So, I can't. So, for them, it would have been like, you know, way early. Uh, like, uh, but it was first half. Um, at the end, okay, at the half, I felt pretty good, Dave. They they taunted us, Dave. They taunted us. The, the first 10 minutes was dreadful. We gave away that penalty, which there's questions on the penalty. No matter what, we still were dreadful in that first 10 minutes. Then we came alive, and we looked good. Uh, Fabio got a goal that's his own goal. It, it's not someone else's own goal. He's on the score. Uh, Bali... Uh, kind of redeemed himself with the assist. Bali came in. He got the goal himself. Wow, I would have said Bali would have been the man of the match if we stopped at the half, which actually I predicted a 2-1, so I kind of wanted it to stop then. But they decided to have a thing called second half, Dave. And oh, what's that about? <laughs> uh, and uh, we are 
for a long time, Dave, it seems like we're a, we're a side that plays one half really well. So that uh, last, what, uh, 35 minutes of the first half was when we played really well. Second half, it was dreadful. It was it was just embarrassingly dreadful. That's just no, there's no way around it, Dave. We're all about the second half, weren't we? We all like first half performances were dreadful, and then this year it's the other way around. But at least in the second half, you've got something to do about it, haven't you? When you play best in the second half, whereas you go to sleep at half time. Um, so yeah, I agree. It's a game of two halves. I thought we were the much better team in the first half at the break. And then I thought they came out the first five minutes. There was a few chances. Fabio, I think, had a, had an attempt. And then they scored their second goal. And it just went. It yeah. just absolutely went it after this goal. Absolutely. Uh, Chaotic Ranger is saying he'd like to see Hoover have more game, have more game time. What do you think about that? Well, Semedo gets a bit of grief. And he's not as bad... As people are thinking, the pro- one of the problems with Semedo is that when he makes a mistake, it's massive. And so he's got form, but when he messes up, that stays in your mind. I, I do think that when we're when they're playing as wingbacks and they're in the advanced role, Semedo is good for that. But when we need him as a right back, in the, when we've got the back four, not so much. And I'm a little frustrated today. I know a lot of people are frustrated with let's go back to the three at back and then have our wing backs at advanced because, you know, we had Bali was back. We had uh, Saiz, we had Cody and Kilman available. We had the players to do it. And when he pulled out um, uh, Neves and he brought in uh, Ryan Nori, that's the time I thought that maybe, uh, sorry, when he uh, brought in Morgan's. Gibbs White, I think at that time he should have brought in Ryan and had Saiz move the back and have a back three. But Nuno did not get my text. I don't know why. I think he was doing something else. Uh, he's that, off WhatsApp because of the uh, privacy. He's on Telegram now. I think that's probably why, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's. I thought he came on. I was quite hopeful when he came on I was quite a fan of what he did on um, Tuesday. I thought it was quite crazy, quite crazy playing with Ben Long. Some of the balls that he played today were so sloppy and so, like, off-timing. I just thought, Gibbs White, out of all the players on this pitch, you are a Wolves fan. You yeah. should know what this yes. game means. Above everyone else, you should know, and you should be relaying that in the dressing room. Absolutely. And there was no passion. And the one player you thought... He should show some passion out of any of them, and he didn't. And he really, I, I was hopeful for Gibbs White on Tuesday, but he's um he's gone back in, gone back down the rankings for me today. But he might come good again. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew Paul's saying uh, we're looking worse and worse with each passing game. Something is deeply wrong. Nuno looks like he's checked out. Jeff and Amy. Well, I want to come back to Amy's comment there, and um, and you're you're spot on there, Amy, because of of all the Wolves players, he should know the importance of this derby. It was a bad day to have a bad day, uh, and uh, so we really needed him to to to, to uh, come alive. Going back to to um, 
Matthew's question or his point. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think he seems a little like, kind of like a ghost. And I, yeah, just like everybody else, you know, I've been quarantined here for nine months. And uh, so it, it takes a toll on you. He's not seen his family. Um, I know there's talk that they may shut down again and there's mixed feelings. I'm going to throw this out and make everyone upset. In some ways, it might be beneficial on us to also give us a time to, if it happens, I hope it, you know, you kind of hope it doesn't happen, but then it might be a good time for it to happen. So we get everyone back, match fit, get everyone's head back into it. But I also know that when we take breaks, we don't always come back well from breaks. So it's going to be, it's really, it's, it's almost like being in a pandemic is a bad situation, Dave. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, Abigail said, and I think both me and Amy have made this point and a couple of other people, Nuno needs us more than ever. Mm. This is the patch clubs go through. Let's not kick Nuno when he's down. Nuno hasn't checked out. We're looking too much. I do think he looks down, though. He looks really... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I tell you what, all these people saying Nuno out is, do you want League One? Because that's how you get League One. Uh, that's how you drop back down. Uh, to League One is by doing something stupid like League uh, by uh, by pushing Nuno out, which Fosin will not do. Uh, he's he's been the best thing that's happened to us in decades. So I'm not worried about Nuno out. I am a little concerned about um, just where where he's at right now. And so um, and there's something about hope is is put into the future where people have to see that it, that it could get better than it is today. So right now we are short on hope because uh, we're not seeing um, the opportunities. Now, uh, just a, a couple of games, our fortunes could completely turn around and we could, you know, our, our mood completely changes. So we got to get wins. This next match is going to be, Major for us. Tell you what, if we lose to Chorley, if we lose to Chorley, yeah, there will be. I I've talked to my my friends at a whole lot of Wolves, where they do a podcast out of Houston, and yes, I know that there's a lot of newer fans who were kind of like uh, expecting bad things because they've not lived through the rough times. But I also know that there is a core group of fans, Dave, who've been Wolf supporters forever and when they dropped down in the 80s i think it was so traumatizing that they can't believe that good things could happen to us because it's like uh they're suffering from some kind of ptsd or some kind of abuse because abuse happened to them in the 80s so when they start to see these things out that's why i think a lot of old-time wolves supporters are thinking we're in a relegation battle when something bad happens I think you've made some really fantastic points there, Jeff. Jeff, the one thing I love about you, and I've got, I've received your international fan for the international fan reaction, uh, for, which will come out tomorrow, mate. Just keep the faith. Um, I look forward to the next time that we've got you on the porch in Alabama as well. All the games at the moment seem to be washed in the office at the moment. Well, it, well, it's also pretty cold on the porch, and so I'm kind of a wimp. So <laughs> <laughs> this time of year. Thanks ever so much for joining us. Next up, we've got Rhea and her dad. And then we've got Dan Pennell that's on after that. Jeff, thank you so much. Um, I hope you come to uh, the next two callers that we've got. And, Thanks, uh, Dave. Thanks, Annie. Always Wolves, Jeff. Always Wolves. Always Wolves. <laughs> 
So we've got a young lady and her dad, I think, next, uh, which is Ria. Here she is. She's a Ria is a mini you, Amy. I was going to say, I was like, oh, it's lovely to have a girl on. And she's I a little mini you with her dad. And they do, she's, a, she's a little budding YouTuber as well. And they, they make her laugh. And uh, they're lovely. And she's like a mini, she's a mini version of you, I think. <laughs> Thank and, uh, you. How, how are you guys feeling today? Thank you. Dave, I feel as bad as I've felt for a long time. Today, today I thought this is the day when we're going to turn it around. Against the Albion, this is the day when we're going to get back on track, we're going to win the game, we're going to kick on, and then we're going to have a decent season, maybe finishing the top ten. The game's finished, and my thoughts are completely different now. Raya, do you want to say some of your thoughts about what I've talked about you? <laughs> yeah, um, I definitely think we should have been better today. And um, general performance was a very good. Yeah. And also, we've been conceding way too much headed goals. Yeah. So. Headed goals is a massive, massive problem. Dunk, Brighton, goal. Keane, Everton, goal. Ajoy, Albion, goal. Set pieces. We, we, we're not attacking the ball well enough. We've got Connor Cody playing in the back four. He's not great in the air. Also, we're getting our setup wrong. Look at the goal today. You got a guy running in for Albion to win the flick, and he won every flick, every long throw to win the flick. Now he's running in unopposed. We've got no one blocking the run to make it difficult. So he's got to run on our first man. It was Neves for the goal. He's got to run on him. Neves has got a standing jump. Their guy with nobody to block the run has got to run on him, wins the flick, and then a joy bang goal. Edda. The same thing again, happening time and time again. Our setup and our lack of attention to detail from set pieces is causing us to concede way too many headed goals. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, and another another point that tell me about your other uh, point you want to say. The bad dealings with um transfer windows. Yeah. Transfer windows. What what do you want to say about the transfer window? Tell us about some of the um, things you think. Come on, come on. Creative balls. We keep getting um, too much young players and we need experienced ones that we um, know can do the job and get it done. That's right. We've got we've bought in Silva, yeah. Vitina. And they're all young and experienced. Hoover. There's a lot of potential, but potential don't pay the bills. Yeah. That might come good. In two years. But we need it now. We also need to think about the now. Now, we bought Marcel in, and Marcel looks good to me. He's a good, solid left-back. And if you're playing a four, he's the right man to play left-back, Marcel. But he's injury-prone. Yeah. We've bought in Samedo. Samedo blows up and cuts. I like Samedo going forward. suits the wing-back role. Because Defensively. Defensively. That's why he's a bit suspect. But he does move well with the ball. He travels well with the ball, Samedo. But if you look at our transfer windows from even the Championship, when Nuno first come in, who did we buy? Barry Douglas, Alfred and Doy, um, Jota, Neves. It was a great winder who went to the Premier League. Joe Martino, Johnny, Raul Jimenez. Great window. The season after, this is where it starts to crumble for me. We've signed four players. Neto, Great, fair enough. Yeah. That's worked out well. But then we signed Bruno Jourdain. No. Gone away now. We signed Catrone. 
and Dunny, and we signed Jesus Alejo. Yeah. I we? don't think they're giving Catroni enough pizzas, to be fair. I think they're promising him more, more extra topping, and he's not got it. He had that chance in the second half. Let's hear from Ria. Um, who's your favourite player, Ria? Well, um, Who do you think was the man of the match today? I think Neto got some good balls in. Um, he didn't necessarily make a mistake either. He, he did put some good balls in, but we're not getting on the end of them. No. That's a big try all right, put some good balls in as well. He's dangerous, try all right. Neto's, Neto's dangerous. They get down the flanks, they get past the man, they get a ball in, and if and even if it's like right across the six yard box. They're not getting in on it. No. We're so flat footed. We're so. We, we hadn't anticipated anything. We've got nobody who gambles and gets in there. We look so static in the penalty area when balls flash across. We miss Jimenez, obviously, but yeah. the, the work in the transfer windows over the last few years, there's been nobody signed who is another Real Jimenez as a backup because he could he could be fit and he could lose form. What about if he was fit and he just lost form and he wanted a different option? What about if he gets suspended? And now we've had the worst case scenario with a really bad injury. And there's nothing there behind him. Yeah. And we've had three years to sort this out. Three years to get somebody who can alternate with him. We have cup games. If we had, we had the Europa League and we still there's still nothing there. Yeah. So I think bad transfer windows over the last couple of years and headed goals from set pieces and major, major concerning issues at the moment for us to be thinking about. Yeah. What do you say, Ria, to David James, who's just come on the chat now? Um who says Nuno out ASAP. What do you say to David? No, I think Nuno should definitely stay because I just want to ask, who else are you going to bring in? I mean, he got us up in the Premier League and injuries have been a big problem as well with options. There's mitigating circumstances. You know, we, we want a bad run of form. It's a transitional period. We're trying to change the way we play. We're trying to change the shape. We're asking different things of the players. But... Added on to that, injuries. Yeah. So let's not go to town on Nuno. It's a difficult, difficult time I'm going through. But keep the faith because Nuno's proven it to us over the last three years. This guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. This guy can sort it out. We've it's got to go through some pain. If we're having a transitional period, they're going to be all playing sailing. It's a difficult time. Injuries have compounded that. But keep the faith. Keep supporting Nuno. And we'll come through at the other end. Absolutely right, um, 100%. Go on, you're saying something there, Amy. Yeah, I'm just saying we've had three years of much fun and joy and now we're just, you know, reminding what it's like to be a Wolves fan because we know that it's, um, it's yeah. hard. How old are you, Ria? How old are you? 11. So you don't remember the last time we played the Albion, do you? Yeah, nine years ago, yeah, can't. She, she don't know. She, all she knows <laughs> is the good times. You know, she started watching football a few years ago when Nuno first came and we won the championship. So all she's known is up, up, up. Yeah. I've told her it's always like this. You know, get ready for good times because being a Wolves fan, you better get used to some bad times as well as good. That's how you real. When we went down to League One, I was away with, I was at that game with my dad, my family, and I was crying my eyes out. And a chap came up to me, and he looked at me, I'd just met before, and he said to me, Things will get better. So just remember that when things yeah. get bad, remember that. And that's going to, I'm passing that on now as a little mini me there, but um, <laughs> we, will get, we will beat the Albion. We'll send the Albion down when we play them at the Hawthorns at the end of the season. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> 
And um, do you do you think uh, that again, just before we get on to Dan, who's been waiting really patiently backstage for ages, poor lad. Um, you always got to get off, uh, get in early because then he goes into a queue. Uh, do you think that Jeff needs to put his hand in his pocket and get and and help bring some in, or do you think we'll be okay with what we've got? Obviously, losing today, I said before the game, it was not necessarily a must win. I know you watch my previews and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, rather than a, a must not lose because it keeps Albion that far behind us, and if we did lose, it just drags us a little bit closer. How are you feeling? Do you think we'll be okay? And do you think we need to spend any money in the uh, transfer window, or we'll be all right with what we got? I think we need to get loans in and experienced players. Yeah, I wouldn't spend money, Dave. Yeah. I wouldn't be looking to spend big in the current climate. That's a big risk. It's it's such an unpredictable world that we live in at the moment, and I think it's the right time to be shelling out millions of pounds. Yeah. If we can get a loan or two in and a nice little bit of business like that on the cheap to help out with somebody experienced, fair enough. But that, that's that's all I've got to. Yeah. I think that player, I think, is what we all kind of want an experienced player. So, yeah. And um, Chaotic Rager says the enthusiasm is great. Um, you're absolutely brilliant. I hope you've enjoyed coming on my live show. I, I guess you'll, are you going to come back again at some point? Yeah, yeah definitely. So I hope you've enjoyed it and uh, keep yeah. up the great, keep up the great work. I'm, 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 I, I literally think you're a mini Amy. You're literally. <laughs> See, look at the, the hairs the same and everything. <laughs> Fantastic, guys. All the best. Love you both loads. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye. okay. Lovely having the, having a, a young lass on as well, a young Wolves fan. It's great to get the female voice on as well, isn't it, as well, and with her dad. Absolutely wonderful. And we've got next up, we've got Dan. Dan. Sorry you've waited so long. That's <laughs> fine, Dave. How are you? I'm good. And you've got the uh you've got the what what would they call the it's uh the kit that splits opinion on. Oh, I I, I'm, I won't lie, when I first saw it advertised, I did think, okay, this is interesting. But that was only for me a more reason to get it because we're never good like Nowadays, people might think, what the heck is this? But 10 years' time, this is going to be worth millions, I think. <laughs> this is such a unique kit. Try them, then maybe it will be. I'm, I haven't bought it yet, but I am still quite a fan of it. Oh, to I be honest, Dan, just before we get on to the game, um, Amy's been on all of the things when we've done a reaction to the home kit and the second kit and the third kit. And Amy's a little bit fickle when it comes to loving something because... When the second kit came out, she was like, all gooey-eyed, oh, I love it, I'm going to get it. And then she dumped it before she bought it for the, for the third kit. <laughs> That's right. I thought she going to get it so nice. So, and they're expensive. You can't buy too many of them. They're expensive. <laughs> they are, really. But I, uh, I got this one for Christmas. Aw. So what were your thoughts about the game? I mean, you are wearing blue and white, so... <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't. I, I don't know if I jinxed it or not. I really hope I didn't. Well, chaotic Ranger is saying he's blaming that kit for our season. Well, I think we've only wore it once this season, haven't we? And that was the 4 0 defeat at Anfield. But, yeah. um, 
coming into this game, I was I agreed with you what you said in your um, pre-match video. This wasn't a must win, but it was definitely a must not lose because not only it's I think this is the first black country derby since in the Premier League since 2012, I think. Yeah. And yeah, I I thought to myself coming into this game, we need to at least get a point from this because I, I am with Nuno. I will stand by Nuno because, um, like, even especially during this time, we need to stick by Nuno. But we, the Wolves as a whole, really need the fans more than ever right now. And I got to pe say to people um, who think Nuno should be out this is the same man who got us into Europe two seasons ago. And um, like it's just the world of football. It's a massive roller coaster. Like we'll, we'll go through bad times and we'll go through good times. I mean, and you go through bad times to make good times, but it's also there's a lot of fans that can be very, very cynical. And I think what when you said that about remembering that he got us in Europe, I think early we're in kind of a similar situation where Jordan I got them into Europe, and then he had quite a big spell of few. I think it was two seasons ago now, and I think a lot of Fans were getting on the back of Sean Dice, and he's still there. So I do think everyone needs to keep the faith, and we'll get through it. I think yeah. we're now to get a little bit there again, Ames, on your mic. Not moved. Not moved. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, for me personally, being at home, um, this is going to sound a bit of a surprise, but I'm actually the only Wolves fan in my family. <laughs> Is that right? Where are you based um, then, Dan? Um, well, I get it from my granddad. My granddad supported Wolves. Roger so, Tomlinson says he likes the blue and white jersey and he's getting one. Yeah, it's really good. I, um, Wolves I get from my granddad. Like, he was the only one that supported Wolves and he has a reason behind that. Uh, I don't know if you want to hear the story or not. Well, let's go for it. Why not? Um, okay. Um, in When my granddad was in high school... Um, he um, did P. He did um, physical. He needed a um, P. He needed a kit because he played football. So his mum went out. My great grandmother went out and bought him a gold and black kit. And he said, to, "And he said, you know what? This kit is brilliant. And the and the first team I see wearing these colours will be my go-to team. And obviously, gold and black. That's where your boys." Wolverhampton Wanderers. And that's where it come from? Yeah, I think that's where it, I remember my nan told me about it once. And obviously, um, it, it, I get it from my nan and granddad Wolves. Like, um, my 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 mum and dad's side, they're, um, they're Londoners, so they're um, Arsenal. Fantastic. Jamie, Jamie Hannon's not happy today, saying the Nuno era over. I hate to say it, but it was rubbish. What are your thoughts on that? Are you a Nuno in, out, or, or what? How are you feeling, Dan? I am on. I want Nuno to stay in because at this, because I think, at, especially at this moment of time, Nuno needs us like, as the fans, not just Nuno, the Wolves as a whole, because we're definitely missing Raul Jimenez. I think it just shows we are not Wolves without the entire squad. Like, we can't just have one person out and still perform the way we have the. Because Fabio Silva, he's a young lad. He hasn't got much experience. And a lot of times, I, I remember, uh, I can't, it was the Tottenham game. 
where Neves did a massive cross in and um, Fabio Silva just missed the header. He didn't put enough power on it. I literally, I, I was watching it with my dad and I said to him, if that was, I said to him, I reckon if that was Raul Jimenez, that would have gone into the back of the net. I don't think Fabio Silva has the experience and like he scored his first open goal today on Derby Day of all, all, all time. So ups to him and even Bolly scored. Uh, I do, f- but yeah, I am not, I am not part of the Nuno out. I think, uh, especially right now, we, he should stay in. Because, like I said, this is the same man that got us to Europe and got us to where we are now. Like, it's, like we're not. I don't. I don't think we're going to be. I don't think we're going to be facing relegation. But we de- we definitely do need to start getting points in. There so is sooner a rather than later. I think. Um, obviously, we. We've got six wins. I think we need another five wins out of another 20 games or something like that. The team's capable of doing that. It's just at the moment, um, it just we just can't see where the next week... Is it Chelsea away in the league next day, mate? Yeah. yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea is down So, I just, we're in a rut, aren't we? And when you're in a rut, you just need something to get you out of it. And once you're out of it, I said it the other day when we were on this, that we had that run where in the Premier League where we lost one point in like eight games or something and people question it and then and then it turned against Chelsea and we won at home when Jack scored. And um it can turn again and we are I think we've said it a lot today. I think there's within the team and especially with Nuno, there's a lot going on and I think there's probably a lot going on outside of football for him. And he's only human at the end of the day. And this is a weird situation it's a weird season it's just unfortunate that we lost against the Albion today when we've not seen it we've not played them for so many years so but I did have a feeling that Sam Allardyce going get his first win against us I don't know I just thought all of this him supporting Wolves him not supporting Wolves him going to the Albion and I just thought I just had this weird feeling that he was going to be going for it against Wolves today to prove things and fair play to him, you know, Albion won, well done to them. That's all we can say, isn't it? It's frustrating, but, you know, football. I mean, as rivals, you have to respect them. There's an interesting stat to do with uh, Sam Allardyce. He's now played Wolves with 11, 11 different times with all sorts of different teams and he's never lost to Wolves, ever. Yeah, that crossed my Oh, it, that crossed my mind during the game. I, you, I can't believe that. He's a lucky lad. The only bonus is um, that we do have to play him again at yeah, the Orphan. Probably by the time we play him, they'll probably have fans in the stadium because they're lucky like that. But that will be even more sweeter if we can beat them and send them down. Although in what yeah. one part of me thinks it would be nice if they stay up so we can have a proper derby because... It was as much as it was a derby today against West Brom. It wasn't really a real derby, was it? Because it wasn't a derby. That's what made me a bit upset earlier. Is that it was the first first day today where I really felt not going to football. Like really, really felt not going to football today, and. That's what makes you feel very deflated as well. Because even though you can't change what they do on the pitch, if we were there, it would be that extra player and they'd see what it meant and the ball would get sucked around the pitch more into the net. And 
yeah but you know hopefully things will start to pick up well you've got you've got to hope that start to pick up. i think it's the, the players i'm obviously becoming towards the end of the show now and the the players are really missing the fans um you can see Nuno. He, he did. He did look, and I've seen this in a few managers coming towards the end of her reign before. Now he looked a little bit. I've never seen him look such a beaten man as I've seen him today. He looks like the world's on his shoulders. He's like, how do I get the next win? He's trying all the different things to make it happen, and this is why I say right now we need to really send our love and support to the team more than anything because if they start to tear up and start playing. We could end up getting dragged. We've just got to get a win somehow. We've got Chorley. Hopefully, we'll win that. We've only picked up, someone said, uh, Adam Wigan, two points since the last Chelsea win. Guess what? We've got Chelsea next. So, hopefully, we'll win that yeah. one. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Any last point that you'd like to make, Dan, before we just uh, finish off and me and uh, Amy, just have a little chat to round things off. Uh, I'd just like to remind all the Wolves fans watching that this is the world of football. We're going to go through loads of highs and go through loads of lows. But like like you said, Dave, we need to stick by Nuno, especially now, because it's not just the world. It's not just the world we, we see on TV. There's plenty more going on behind the scenes, the scenes that we can take into consideration. But... Overall, even if we end up like even if we even even if we ever go even to League Two, we need to we always stick with our we always stick with our boys. We always stick with Wolves, as, as you always say, always Wolves, always Wolves, mate. Always wolves. Through thick and thin. Thanks ever so much for joining us on the show today, Dan. Hopefully, you can. Uh... He's got a scarf there, always look. Wolves. Always wolves. Hopefully you can come on a, a, again on a, on a future show now you've found out how to do it the first time. Yeah, definitely. I've been watching your live I've been watching your um, um, reactions and live streams for a while and I've, I've, I've loved them. I've always supported you. Thanks ever so much for that. I really appreciate it. And hopefully you enjoyed the podcast as well. Definitely. This All is right, a right. huge honour for me. Brilliant. Thanks for joining us, Dan. Right. See ya. Always wolves. Always wolves, mate. So, Amy, um, just before we uh, we round up, um, it's been a fantastic show. Thank you to um, all the people that have joined us on the show today. We've had all over the world again, lots of interesting points. Well, just for me and you to, uh, to finish off the show, Amy, what, what do you want to say about the performance to round up and your man of the match? And messages out there for the rest of the fans. If we played like we did in the first half, again in the second half, there'd have only been one team that won it, but Albion wanted it more. And I just hope we can get the passion that we all know and love from the Wolves team back as soon as as soon as possible, really. Um man of the match for me, probably go Nesto. Um, but I just think our overall man of the match should be new knowing that we we just hope that you're okay and we are here with you to ride this wave out and just want to you know want him to know that basically um so yeah what about yourself Dave? 
Well, first, before I go on to me, uh, Jedi Gremlin is saying, great show, Amy and Dave. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying the uh, the show. For me, Ames, I'm, I'm obviously deflated about the, the results and the performance. Um, we spoke at half-time, didn't we? And we were so positive. And, I mean, you, you and your dad, we couldn't really see Albion coming back. We thought we'd go on in the second half. And I did say to you... Funnily enough, you said that against we've said that against Brighton. We said the sort of a similar thing, and it seems that we can't seem to put two full halves of football back to back. We either seem to play well in the first half, or we don't, or in the second half. And I think I'm concerned about the way we're starting games. They, they look motivated today before the started. You saw pictures of them huddling in the in the um, the tunnel, but. Both halves, we started slower, the two teams, and Albion scored both all their goals in the first 10 minutes of each half. And that's a concern that we're not coming out. Really, it's, it's taken us 10 minutes to get going, and by then we've, we're a goal down. We've got to sort out conceding a goal first. It's like nine games in a row we've conceded the first goal. We've conceded the first goal in the last 12 Premier League matches the only clean sheet that we've kept is against Palace in the cup where we won 1-0. And it's a worry that the confidence is starting to drain out of the players. And I just hope that they Nuno goes and doesn't mess about with the team too much for Chorley. We've got to give them respect, win the game. Um, it's a Friday night. We're going to have a bit of a break then to the Chelsea game. Get them on the training pitch, regroup and go again. And I think at this point, the experiment with the back four has got to change. I think he needs to go back to a back three, go back to basics, what we did successful. Maybe we won't have as many shots, but we won't concede as many and start getting, um, grinding these wins out because we've just got to get the wins from somewhere. That's yeah. what I think. Play the team that they played today, which we would argue on paper is the strongest team. Maybe play back, put the five at the back of it, or maybe bring Kilman in into the defence to get us out and out defender. But I think the, the Chorley game now is massive. It's not just for Wolves as a club, not just to progress in the cup. We all want to see good run. But to lose against a non league team, I don't know. You just, it can't happen. It's just like Chorley, I think I, I'd really then worry. I mean, we can't discount Chorley. It happened to us 36 years ago. I think we were in League Two at the time, though. I mean, like, we weren't in, we were quite, we were in the same league. We were quite far down. We weren't a Premier League team, though. We were quite far down the league. It's the first round of the cup. So it wasn't like a third or fourth round. So we're not like. Yeah. But you know, Chorley are going to be booting that box into the box, trying to muscle us out. Exactly the same. It's going to be a hard uh, game on that pitch as well. So, but we've got to win it. There's no nothing about it. We have to win against Chorley. Convincingly, convincingly as well. And um, just a final word: Who's your? Did you say your man of the match was today? Um, I'm going to go for Neto because I think he looked when he got the ball, he looked like he wanted to do something with it. He just didn't have from others. I think I think I'm gonna to have to concur with that. And what was your overall rating of the performance? I'm gonna go first half eight out of ten and then second half no three maybe. So what's that on average? 
Five and a half. Five and a half. <laughs> I think that's a fair share. I think I'm probably going to go five and a half as well. So probably agree with you. Um, we're in a rut. We're in a bad run of form. We've, we, I tell you what, we're missing. They're going about roll, but we're missing Daniel Pedence massively. He, you know, he he makes things happen. And when you've got Pedence, Neto, and Traore. It's the, they've got so much. The defense have got so much to think about, and I don't think that Wolves shouldn't consider at some point going back to the um, four-two-three-one formation. But I do think we've got to play with. We've got to put round pegs in round holes, and at the moment, trying to play that formation when you haven't got all your offensive people on the pitch, it's not quite working. So I, I think going back to the five at the back. Um, and pace in attack, you know, and that's got to be the way forward because you can't go to Chelsea and play with four at the back. We'll get absolutely tonked, uh, you know, so. Chorley first. <laughs> yeah, we've got to get past Chorley for two. So I'd be interested to see the team he puts out. Obviously, there'll be a few changes, uh, but you can have five substitutes in the FA Cup, can't you, on the bench? So, and Chorley got through beating... Um, Derby's under 23s basically. So you you you've got to feel we've got to, we win if we don't win that game seriously, but we we will we will win that game, and then we go on to Chelsea and hopefully we can uh, get something from that. But where the next wins coming? If we don't pick up a win soon, we are going to be in trouble. Let's yeah. hope it comes sooner rather than later. Um, just finally um, from both me and Amy, thanks to everyone that's joined the chat. We've had at points over 200 watching the show today which has been amazing and if you want to get on the show the next time and uh, we've had some fantastic guests again today um and um just message the always walls facebook page for the next show which will which probably be either after the match on friday night or on saturday depending on um how, <laughs> on the, the time i think it's an earlier kickoff quarter to eight isn't it rather than quarter past eight surely so, yeah, so fantastic to everyone. And, Amy, thanks for joining us. It's been an hour and a half. We've been going – we we have literally given a full 90 minutes today. I'm not sure the Wolves players can say that they've, they've played the full 90 because they didn't play the first 10 of either either the first half today. So, um, I've got a couple of – nice show from uh, uh, Chaotic Ranger – Maybe against Chelsea, uh, try it front with Nick Taylor against Southampton. And uh, lots of real positives. Thank you for joining us. Until the next one, um, after the Chorley game, from extra time, phone in. From me and Amy, always Wolves. Always Wolves, thank you. Cheers, bye. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.